0: on Broadway for Friday, May 3rd, 2019, I'm Broadway World's Matt Tammanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, I'm not going to get to say it because it's, you know, Friday and it'll be on the weekend, but may the 4th be with you and have a happy Cinco de Mayo.
1: Uh, Four times five is 20. Yes, that is true. Okay, excellent. All right, good. Uh, Yeah, may the 4th be with you and Chewbacca died. (laughs) Wow, that's pretty good. Do you yeah. have that on your other skills section? No, I do, <laughs> I do
0: not, but <laughs> I've only recently figured out how to do. It's all about rolling the tongue. It's, you know, the, you know, it's, uh, you know. Wow. You could learn yeah, that okay. from Liz Kaplan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, rest in peace, Peter Mayhew. Yeah.
1: All right. So uh, first up in the news, uh, Magic Mike musical makes Moxie Mavens. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, maybe or maybe not, but
0: this is a weird one, James. Uh, Yesterday, it was announced that despite the fact that they were in the middle of a work session that started in late April and was supposed to go through next week, uh, Broadway World learned that the workshop had been abruptly postponed because the show would be undergoing a change in writing team, quote, due to creative differences. While it was not clear if this meant the entire writing team or just one, two, or all three of the members, the previously announced writers were Tom Kitt and Brian Yorkie, obviously working on the score, and Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa writing the book. Now, director Trip Coleman is expected to remain with the production. Now, here's where it gets curiouser and curiouser, James – Magic Mike had a previously announced engagement at Boston's Emerson Colonial Theater that was supposed to begin performances on November 30th and to run through June 5th. That is still, as of now, expected to happen. So a few possibilities here, James, in my mind, uh, and I think I'll do these in order of likelihood from least – to most or greatest or whatever. So one, Kit and Yorkie are staying on and someone else is going to come in and rework Agiro Sakasa's book, much like what happened with Head Over Heels. I think that's unlikely, but I suppose possible. Uh, Two, I think this might actually be what ends up happening, uh, at least if we take what we learned yesterday at face value, but going by Occam's razor, I have it here in the middle. Um, So this one is Kit and Yorkie are out, and they are keeping Aguirre-Sakasa's book but replacing the songs with pop songs, making it a jukebox musical. And then finally, three, they actually do end up canceling or postponing the Boston run. Uh, I think that's probably the most obvious, but uh, they are were very adamant that the Boston run is still on. So um, that's why I think that middle one might, might happen. But uh, I don't know. What, what do you think is going on here, James? I think they're going to take the score from Rebecca and put it into My- Magic Mike. Oh, man, can you imagine Mike it's coming done. down yeah. the
1: stairs with the fire and everything too? Like oh, that yeah. would be that would cool. be epic. Yeah, yeah. The um, it's it's all done, and you know, never made it in. So that and nerds and a uh, few other types of things, we could uh, complete scores, ready, just uh, add book, and well, uh, we can have a show. I mean.
0: I wouldn't say this, but some might say that if you have one Kitten Yorkie score, you've heard all of them. So uh-huh. I mean, just throw in Freaky Friday. No one will know the difference.
1: <laughs> OK, so, um, yeah, uh, what what, are the, what is the collective organism known as the Borg of Broadway, the uh, Broadway World message boards think of this? I think they're just as confused as everybody.
0: Um, I, I think they're saying what a lot of people are saying was, first— why is this a musical again? Um, and then uh, I think they are just assuming that it's going to be canceled. But like I said, they from everything I've heard, they're adamant that the Boston run is going to continue, which leads me to think that this might just be turning into a jukebox musical,
1: but we'll have to wait and see. I'm not sure why Magic Mike is just not like a Broadway Bears thing.
0: Well, there's the thing that's in Vegas, which is kind of a, a combination between a chip and dales type show and you know with a little bit of music and a little bit i guess maybe some story and then they did something very similar over in the uk as well so they have these things that are much more on the i wouldn't say legit stripping i don't know if there's you know you got to have a gimmick but um so they have those but this is very different from what's already out there in the in the world for the magic mike franchise so i It might just make more sense to do that and throw it at new world stages or an off-Broadway house and just leave well enough alone because those things obviously seem to have sold well. They're still going, I think, uh, in London and Las uh, Las Vegas. So,
1: IDK. Uh, Tangential to this, have you seen the new Broadway Bears take off uh, poster art? I got the press release. I cannot say that
0: I uh, looked at it, though. The the Uh,
1: poster art looked, they are walking up a a staircase into a plane. They look like it, it looks like the sequel to an airplane movie here. Uh, Hmm. Do you you speak Jive? Oh, I speak, yeah. Ain't nothing but a thing. (sighs) So, Broadway Bears, 29th Annual Edition, is going to be happening Sunday, the, the June 16th at the Hammerstein. Hammerstein, Hammerstein. No, BB. Oh, BB. Uh, Hammerstein, Hammerstein Ballroom. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, you, you know what?
0: I I, I want to try to talk to Jerry Mitchell about this. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see I want to see if I can get Jerry Mitchell for a tell me more episode to talk about Broadway Bears because this is it really is kind of the craziest idea for a fundraiser, but it's been going for what twenty five, twenty six years or a
1: something. 29th annual. Broadway wow. Twenty I'm I'm a I'm a look into that. Okay. Well, I have Jerry's home phone number. I'll give it to you. (laughs) So It's really ironic. It's published in the phone book. Not that anybody has a phone book anymore, but, and he picks it up the phone. He says, Hey, it's Jerry. Anyway. uh, So next up we have West End Show and Casting News. We do. We had a lot of stuff coming out of the
0: UK yesterday, James. Uh, First, it was announced that uh, the stage adaptation of the DreamWorks animated musical the Prince of Egypt would open at London's Dominion Theater in early 2020. The show will begin performances on February 5th and would play a 32-week engagement. Okay. Uh, tickets will go on sale uh, June 3rd of 2019. The music and lyrics, of course, are by Stephen Schwartz. Philip Lezebnik wrote the book. And Scott Schwartz, yes, Stephen's son, will direct Sean Cheeseman. If you want uh, So You Think You Can Dance, you know Sean Cheeseman. Uh, Sean will choreograph. Also coming to London will be Phoebe Waller-Bridge's hit one-woman show, Fleabag, after originating at the Edinburgh uh, Fringe Festival, then turning into a hit BBC slash Amazon Prime uh, TV show. Season two will be coming out on Amazon Prime uh, later this month. Uh, Then playing the Soho Theater in New York, Fleabag will play a four-week run at London's Wyndham's Theater from uh, beginning on August 20th. Tickets are on sale now. And finally, another big London announcement, speaking of Jerry Mitchell, uh, came out on Thursday evening as Baz Boy reported that the creative team behind the original production of Hairspray is reuniting to bring the show back to London with West End legend Michael Ball returning as Edna Turnblad. Jack O'Brien will direct and Jerry Mitchell will, of course, choreograph the show, which will play the London Coliseum via the English National Opera beginning on April 23rd of next year. Tickets again are on sale now.
1: Wow. So that's interesting to restare, restage hairspray at ENO. Uh I I'm not sure why. <laughs> is it is it limited? I mean I loved hairspray and I'd love to see the you know, the thing, but why would Jack O'Brien and Jerry Mitchell do that? Well um well first off I think is you know... E it's limited run, isn't it?
0: It usually is. Well, we'd, here's the thing. We just got the tweet from Baz last night, and we haven't yet got the official uh, uh, thing. Tickets are on sale uh, today, so there is a, a website. So let me turn this on and
1: see. You have to crank up the Internet there. Reach under the desk and crank it a few uh, times. You know?
0: um, it looks like it's going for a while. Oh, it's, Yeah, this is not limit, a limited run. Oh. I mean if it is, it's a fairly long limited run. Normally ENO is like a couple weeks at yeah. most, like they did with yeah. uh uh with Sunset and the the current yeah. uh Man of La Mancha with Kelsey Grammer and stuff. So this one seems to be going for quite a while. They they are selling into uh into mid
1: to late July of twenty twenty. Wow. And Prince of Egypt in London. Uh, We've been following that all around, and I'm excited to see the purple one back on stage. (laughs) All right. Uh, Third up in the news. uh, Third up. (laughs) Three Pete. Um, Theatre World announces its 2019 award winners. They did. Yeah. Yesterday, the
0: Theatre World Awards announced their 75th annual award recipients, honoring performers for their outstanding Broadway and off-Broadway debuts Uh, this year. Great, great list. The honorees include Binga Akanabe from To Kill a Mockingbird, Tom Glenn Carney from The Ferryman, Sophia Ann Caruso from Beetlejuice, Patty Considine from The Ferryman, James Davis from Oklahoma, Michaela Diamond from The Share Show, Bonnie Milligan from Head Over Heels, Simon Missick from Paradise Blue, Jeremy Pope from Choir Boy. Um, that was his debut as opposed to ain't too proud which is uh, currently running, Colton Ryan from Girl from the North Country, Stephanie Styles for Kiss Me Kate, and the aforementioned Phoebe Waller-Bridge for Fleabag. They also announced that stage and screen legend Nathan Lane would receive the 7th annual John Willis Award for uh, a lifetime achievement in the theater. Of course, the Theater World Awards will be presented on June 3rd, and our friend Peter Felicia is the longtime host of that ceremony. It will be uh, taking place at a theater to be named soon.
1: Okay, what do we have in other news?
0: Okay, real quick. Uh, first up, yesterday, Los Angeles' Center Theater Group announced their 2019-2020 season, which will include Heidi Schreck in What the Constitution Means to Me, a play as a poem by iconic screenwriter Ethan Cohen, August Wilson's Jitney by the recent highly acclaimed Broadway Revival's director Ruben Santiago Hudson, uh, Bill Irwin in On Beckett, uh, Dial uh, Orlander Smith's Until the Flood, Asif Mandvi's Sakina's Restaurant, and Subscriber's, We'll also receive either tickets to see uh, John Leguizamo in Latin History for Morons or Mike Berbiglia in the new one, which will both take place at the Amundsen. We will have more information, of course, in the show notes. Next up, Academy Award winners Anthony Hopkins and Olivia Colman will star in the big screen adaptation of French playwright Florian Zeller's play The Father, which will feature a screenplay that the playwright wrote along with his regular English translator Christopher Hampton. Of course, on Broadway, Frank Langella starred in the show winning a Tony Award. Yesterday, we also learned that Anne Harada, Jonathan Sale, David Wool, Rena DeCorsi, and Dean Nolan would star in the Working Theater's world premiere of the comedy that I'm really only mentioning because it has a great name, Dropping Gumballs on Luke Wilson. (laughs) The play, written by Rob Ackerman, will be the New York directorial debut of Teresa Rebeck and will run from June 11th through July 6th. And finally, James, we talked about this when it was announced, but Olay has now released... Their live musical, The Road to Glow, starring Anna Gasteyer, Alicia Crystal and Lloyd, Hannah Rose, and Courtney Daniels. And James, I just kind of assumed this would be like a five-minute jokey thing. It is not. It is a legit 45-minute musical that is now up on YouTube. We, of course, will have the link in the show notes. I watched some of it. It's it's pretty good. Uh, And I love that companies are embracing Broadway musicals in longish form, as a means to market and sell their product, I don't know if that has any impact on Broadway in general, but I kind of love it anyway.
1: I'm very excited about this. I, they, it, it, it's serious or is it a comedy or? I mean, it's it's a comedy. I mean, it stars Anna Gasteyer,
0: so of course it's a comedy. But it's but it's I mean, it's a legit 45 minute musical comedy. I mean, it's not it's not just like a i thought it would just kind of like be a a long commercial it that is not
1: uh do you get sam- samples at the end
0: <laughs> i mean not via youtube but maybe if you were sign there up, uh,
1: sign up to get samples maybe, you know maybe yeah thing. they do have uh in, in
0: the on the youtube page links to all of the appropriate uh social media and website
1: stuff if you do want to get more information on Olay. wow cool uh did you hear that there's a new theater opening up on 42nd street i, I did not and i'm nervous for the punchline here there's no punchline why would there be a punchline <laughs> we haven't hit 20 minutes have we
0: no i oh, don't no, know not
1: yet <laughs> yeah uh Madame Tussauds is gonna be oh doing, uh, right, right, uh, right, right angeloid weber's uh shows we cats coming back again Now I now I threw
0: this in on Monday's episode or no Tuesday's episode because I didn't want to talk about it on the Tony nomination day, Um, but yes they've got some sort of uh, Broadway experience and partnership with uh, the really useful group. It's going to start in early June. Guests, this is a quote: Guests will have a unique opportunity to see what's behind the curtain when with an immersive tour showcasing the sights, sounds, and intricate details that go. (laughs) <laughs> they go into putting on a Broadway show. Like who wants to see like the backstage stuff of like no one wants to see a you know a union guy, you know, putting up light rigging. Like, who cares? Let's see what's on the stage. So I I don't this just seems dumb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, do people still go to I guess people still go to that. It's still open and there's one down here in Orlando. It's just I mean there will be an additional digital component that will allow guests to try their hand at singing their favorite Broadway songs. So basically, it's
1: wax figure karaoke. Well, I, I think that the big thing about Madame Tussauds is that people take the selfies with them.
0: Sure. Yeah. Uh, you so want Yeah, you want to You want a selfie with the Phantom? Go for it. I now want here's...
1: a selfie with Bombalurina.
0: Okay. Uh I don't know which one that is. But here's the question. Is it Michael Crawford Phantom? Is it is it um is it Patty Lapone as Vida? Is it ooh? Then with Sunset, is it Glenn Close or is it Patty
1: or do they throw in Betty Buckley? Like, where do they? Oh, which I think people? it's I think it's going to be generic actor Phantom, generic act, actor actor right. Vida because they'd have to license
0: <laughs> right. And and I don't want that.
1: Like, yeah. if you could tell me I could get a picture with a
0: wax Patty Lapone as Evita, I guess I would probably I would probably do that. Um, or or even give me Donny Osmond as Joseph. But
1: generic white dude as Joseph? Nah, I'm good. Well, being that it's in the theater district, maybe they should, you know, I, you know, skip the whole show and just be Laura Benanti (laughs) and uh, Will Chase and various other folks that, uh, you know, you'd want to take a selfie with in the theater district. Yeah, I'm all for it. Or if they really want me to
0: come in, pay me to come in and get pictures taken with the wax figures, (laughs) because that's probably the only way that this will happen. If only they had pie.
1: All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here?
0: All right, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio,
1: and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at matt. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com, reminding everybody out there, moisturize with oil of olay. Please (laughs) check it out. Check out this thing. Uh, Thanks for... Wrapping up your week with us, Matt and I will be back on Monday. On Sunday, we have This Week on Broadway with uh, Peter Felicia and Michael Portantier. I'm sure we'll talk about the Theatre World Awards. Uh, I saw Hillary and Clinton, at least, and um, a few other shows I'm sure we'll talk about. We have nothing on Saturday right now, do we? No? Uh, not that I'm aware of, no. And uh, Matt and I will be back and talk with you on Monday.